0: What up, y'all? It's your boy Mike G. You tuned in to the Mic Check. Who am I? I'm just a decab county kind of kid trying to make something out of yourself. Actually, I'ma sit here and chop it up with you for a little bit. Maybe get some things off my chest, and hopefully hear from you guys. See what you think. Take it from the top. One, two, my mic, sound nice. Check one. My mic- Okay, three, uh, you. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Mike G. G- girl, give me that. Get out of here. Get gone. Man, what's good, y'all? First off, let me apologize, man. I just walked in the room and just started a conversation. Didn't acknowledge anybody, didn't speak, didn't introduce myself. Just came in here and just started yapping. So what I'm here to do today is to give you a little bit of background about who I am. Allow me to reintroduce myself. What my purpose is and just overall what the Mic Check Mike G is all about. Well, as you guys heard in the intro, I'm just a DeKalb County kid trying to make something out of myself. When I say DeKalb County, it's pretty much right outside of Atlanta. I know there's a DeKalb, Illinois, DeKalb, Indiana, Nah, we talking about Georgia. If you're trying to figure out who I root for, it's the Hawks, the Falcons, and the Braves. Yes, I know. I know. But anyway, enough of that. The title says Black Suburbanite. Now, what that means, just... Look, man, I'm I'm not no street dude. I'm not trying to claim to be no street guy, no, no thug, no killer, none of that stuff. But I wasn't... I really wasn't bougie or, you know, we acted that way, but I, you know, it wasn't like we were rich or we were just, I was just a kid, just a just a suburban kid, man, just a regular suburban kid. And yes, there are black people out there that we just lived a regular suburban life, man. You know, not all of us, not all of us had the, you, you know, the first car was a Mercedes and not all of us rode the bus until we were adults. You know, I'm, I'm the kid that fell in the middle of that. And it was cool. It was real cool. I'm not a Grady baby either. So I wasn't born in Atlanta. I actually, I, I don't even really claim Atlanta. I just say Georgia. But you let know, a West Side cat tell it, nobody's from Atlanta unless they from the West Side. If you wasn't born in Grady, you don't even exist. You, you damn near ain't from Georgia, according to a West Side guy. But not for real. I think I moved to Atlanta or the Atlanta metro area about seven eight years old so you know i was a little kid so i got the experience of seeing Atlanta the whole Atlanta metro change from a burgeoning you know up-and-coming city of the south to becoming an actual prominent city of the world you know i was there i saw the whole transformation to I guess the next version of Chocolate City, you could say. I got to see the the gentrification and the regentrification of Atlanta. We're going through the regentrification all over again. We saw the white flight to the suburbs. We saw a lot of black people follow to the suburbs. We saw the re infiltration back into the city. Uh, you know, seen it all. Seen the freaknicks, the bud fests, all that. We saw the pre, or I should say I saw the, pre, uh, the pre-explosion before Atlanta became a hip-hop, a hip-hop uh, uh, haven, before Atlanta became a music haven, and before it became a Hollywood haven. Growing up on the east of the metro area, you know, we saw, we saw... We saw DeKalb County, or I saw DeKalb County, turn into, at one point, one of the second largest or second richest Black areas in the nation. Like, besides or behind Prince George County, Maryland. DeKalb County, South DeKalb County in specific, was like a very well-to-do place. All Black. I'm talking about Black-owned businesses. Not just businesses that cater to Black, black Black-owned. I remember buying my first ever what, PlayStation video game from a software store or, or a video game store, computer store, black-owned computer store, black-owned. You know, it's like little simple things like that that you just so used to seeing, eating at black-owned restaurants, buying buying your you know you know your day-to-day commodities from black-owned businesses, and that was the thing I grew up being used to, that most of my formative years being used to just seeing. People that look like me in all walks of life, from the from the bus driver, you know what I mean, to the owner of the transportation company. Everybody, you know, everybody. You had all walks of life, so we we just everybody looked normal to me. When though, oh, he do this, he do that. It's like that was normal. It was normal for my doctor to be black. It was normal for my dentist to be black. It was all that, and that was the early years. You know, like I said, that's that's early. Well, even before that, I even spent some time in Texas, in Dallas. Well, Texas is a different type of place. It is a different type of place. That, that's about the most I can say about that. Texas is a different type of place. Different type of South. Also lived in Maryland, up near the Baltimore area, outside of Baltimore. A little spot called Glen Burnie. I don't know anything about Glen Burnie to this day. I just remember my neighborhood. And it was such a family-oriented neighborhood in our neighborhood. Like I said, in one of the earlier shows, you know, you over somebody's house and it was time to eat. Everybody ate. That's how how that thing went. Maryland was pretty cool though. It was was, uh, interesting, but being so young, I couldn't get too much from it. Now my roots, my roots. Woo, that's Florida. That's Florida. Everybody knows, when you look in the news, all, all the main stories say a Florida man or a Florida woman. Florida man throws alligator into a woman Wendy's. has Florida cops called because she was drunk behind <SSSSSSSSSSANA> <of> the wheel. of course, Florida man. And I have to admit, all the people in Florida, yeah, they that crazy. All of them. All of them. I'm talking about, I'm talking about every race, creed, color. If if that ain't one thing about Florida, everybody down there is crazy. Everybody. But those are my roots, man. You know, that's that's where I come from. That's that's you know, South Florida, I got South Florida and North Florida roots. So I got I got the gamut of that whole Florida background in me. And yeah. I root for the hurricane. So, so you know, early, early. So the early life of Mike G was just normal to me. It was normal. It was it's just a regular kid. The things we all miss about being a kid: playing with your friends, you know, playing with your cousins, enjoying life as a child. All the little simple things. Of course, I was around before the Playstations and the, and the XBoxes, so we had Nintendo we had Atari like then in, in, in the day remember having a Nintendo and you can get you can get to the very last board of the game but if you had to get off that was it that was it you were done same with the Genesis that was it you were done you might have get a cold to get you back to that board but you didn't have the same amount of men or extra men you had extra lives but well, that joke used to suck but we didn't know any better and it was still fun And we coupled that, we're going outside. So we were around the times where you went outside, you left when the sun came out, you came back in when the sun came, you know, when the sun came, went down, when the street lights came on. We all know what the street lights mean. See, I got, when I got to Atlanta, I had just missed the Wayne Williams era. So there was a whole shift in that. That was a whole different thing. So like, I only heard about the remnants of the Wayne Williams era. Also caught the tail end of the Miami boys era. I missed a lot of, some key elements of what Atlanta was and what what helped shape some of Atlanta. But being, like I said, my roots, Florida. So we were there all the time. And part of what I used to remember was the whole devastation, not devastation, but the whole imagery of Miami being a place you did not want to be around. Like I said, we were we were South Florida, but we weren't Miami. We were Broward County. My my roots of Broward County. I'm not trying to give up too much info, you know, but at the same time, I did come in here and just all yapping, didn't introduce myself, didn't announce myself. So I'm gonna give you guys a little, like I said, a little background of who I am. Being in Florida just about every year, if not two or three times a year, is one of the main things. They said hey, y'all go, don't don't go to Miami. You know, don't don't get caught out in Miami. And them boys was not playing and Miami was not a Miami was not popular until I have to say maybe what late 90s 2000 I, I don't know but Miami just wasn't popular wasn't popping until maybe I don't know what happened cuz I don't, I just know we used to always be told not to go to Miami so that was part of my roots you know avoiding that and then we've also seen just the change in the country in general so Growing up, I I, I I was the generation, part of the generation where we saw the end of the cassette tape, the beginning of the, the actually, we were around for the end of the the record. We were we were around for the ending of the record, the boom of the cassette tape, the end of the cassette tape, the boom of the CD, and Napster. We were still the generation that was old enough to embrace Napster and, and then all of a sudden just streaming music. Like, when was the last time you bought a CD? When was the last time you bought a... Actual compact disc and put it in your CD player. Matter of fact, when was the last time you had a CD? Player? I'm, I'm part of that generation. I'm part of the generation that saw the influx of beepers. Last generation to probably rely on the payphone. Uh, the last generation, you know, to use a quarter on the payphone. We probably like as a generate like a lot of people were around to see it, but we're the generation that kind of grew with grew with the technology. I'm part of the generation that grew with technology. I'd like to think that we, you know, we're the ones that saw everything change. Like we we were around for the cell phones. Beginning, from the big block car phones that the Wall Street guys had and, the, I guess, the Dope Boys had, and then how we transitioned into the, the, the cell phones, the, the, the minutes, buying the prepaid minutes. My first cell phone was a prepaid. I remember that. It was a, it was a Star Trek or StarTac, or whatever it was, prepaid, flip. I mean, things look smooth for a little flip phone. screen was uh, with black and white or whatever. It was pretty cool for a flip phone. Then, you know, I became a grown man that got off the prepaid minutes and, and got on that, that plan with free nights and weekends. You know, I thought I was doing something then. Wouldn't talk to nobody till about nine o'clock, but I was doing it. I'd talk, I talk your ear off at the nine. Don't call me no time before then. I remember them some days. I think my first non-prepaid was a Sprint phone. Back then Sprint didn't care about credit. They didn't care if you had a day. they didn't care. Yeah, you want a phone? Yeah, just buy this one. Phone used to be getting cut off every month. You pay just enough to get it cut back on to the next paycheck. Yeah, that was that was goofy, but that's how it was when I was in my twenties. But yeah, man, back to what it was like growing up being Mike G, man, it was it was a blessed life. I'ma just say that up front, it was a blessed life. Blessed life. I got I got a big brother as as big G, and then I got a little brother. That's that's little G. I, those are my brothers I'm the middle one and oddly enough I'm the only right hand so I, I I must be I must be special some way somehow if anything man Mike G Mike check Mike G all I'm doing is giving a perspective man from a different eye view man I mean a different purview to where it's like I'm not I'm not from a destitute place where it's like Oh, I gotta make it out by any means, and I'm looking up. And I and I wasn't giving anything to where it's like, I'm looking down. I, you know, I didn't start my life on second base. But being a, being a black man, you are, you are always starting with a with a target on your back and an obstacle in your way automatic. So there's that, that, still a perspective. As a black man, I'm still gonna have that perspective. I'm still gonna see things because we we've got a lens that no matter where we come from, and how we get to where we are, we're always still going to be seen a certain way, treated a certain way, and viewed a certain way. So me, a doctor, and a homeless man, walk into the same building and get the same exact treatment. So that—that's my whole thing. It's like, hey, things in life happen to different people different ways. But sometimes uh, the black story is always summed up in one story. I, I just want to give one aspect of the black story. We're not always—we're not all the same. We don't have to be, nor do we need to be. Unity and uniformity are two different things. We can be together without being the same. So before I jump too far down the rabbit hole about that, I just want to let you guys know Mike is here to give a different perspective, even though it's in the same vein of who you are, who you might be, or who you might who you might be looking. For. You're a black man. We've got the same experiences. We just experienced them somewhat different, maybe. I've had the I've had the police run-ins. I've had those. I've had the whole mistaken, you know, I mean not mistaken, but uh, i I've, I've, I've had the racial profiling done to me. I've had that, so it's not like I'm lost. You know, I'm not. I'm, it's not Carlton Banks going on here. You know what I mean? It's, it's not that. But I also realized I had a blessed life. I still do. I have a blessed life. I mean, you heard the intro. The intro. That's my baby girl, Princess G. That, that's my baby girl. She. That's my heart. That's my sweetie. And I've also got my baby boy G. That's that's my man. That's that's my that's my ace. That's my that's my sidekick. So that's what my life is about, man. That's that's what Mike G is about. I'm trying to make them proud, trying to make my family proud, and hopefully you guys proud, or at least make you guys think about what I'm saying. You don't have to agree with me. But you gotta admit, some things that happen, man, we got to talk about. So anyhow, so let me get back to the script. Guys, I just wanted to introduce myself or reintroduce myself. Like I said, I just walked in the room, started a conversation. And see, Mama G, she taught me better. And Daddy G would kill me if he knew I didn't do better. If I didn't use that home training. So let me let me make sure I come in, come correct, give y'all proper respect, and tell you who I am before I just open my mouth and just start yelling. Yeah. That's been the mic check. Man, get your mind right before you get left. Hey, man, give me that back. That was baby boy G right there. But anyway, you heard him. Get your mind right before we get left then i see you guys at the next stop oh we not done y'all uh i want to do something got a non-word of the week man i just want to introduce a little something and i it ain't it ain't to pick on nobody i ain't trying to be no grammar nazi but some things man just hey we can't let this slide so here we go Non word of the week. This week's non word conversate. Come on, man. Conversate. That's not even a real word. I know my vernacular is not the best. It's not always up to par. Sometimes I say all kind of crazy stuff. But this one. Man, sometimes folks be really, really serious about this word. Conversate ain't real. And I just said ain't. Conversate ain't real. Now they probably trying to put it in the dictionary now. It ain't real. The word is converse. Come on folks. Let's do it. Converse. C-O-N-B-E-R-S-E. Converse. Looks like converse, but it's converse. Conversate ain't real. And it takes everything in my mind not to correct you when you say that to me. But I love you. But it ain't real. All right, non-word of the day. Or the week. All right, non-word of the week. I'm out.